You are listening to a Sunday sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ in others, and grows together in faith. Welcome to our podcast. Following sermon was recorded on April 21st, 2019, on Easter Day, by the Reverend Lex Breckenridge, Rector at St. Thomas. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one who Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, followed him, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned returned to their homes.
Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid them. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you had carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, and she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and she told them, that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. The magician has managed to make my sermon disappear. <laughs> Whoever said that, stand up. <laughs> I left it right here. <laughs> Well, that's just fascinating. <laughs> okay, let's see how I do. <laughs> no. Ha! Sorry. I'm in. <laughs> As I was saying. <laughs> well, beginning last night and Concluding uh, late this afternoon, uh, about a thousand or so folks will have made their way through these doors. And there are a thousand different reasons why they've come today. But as far as I'm concerned, every one of those reasons are good reasons. I really do believe we have at least one thing in common, which consciously or in the deepest recesses of our subconscious, we all are here today because we want to see Jesus. We want to hear Jesus call us by name. That's right. We want to see Jesus, and we want to hear Jesus call us by name. You know, our deepest desire as human beings is to know and be known and to love and be loved. Think about that for a minute. Our deepest desire is to know and be known and to love and be loved. And that deep desire is given voice when we are called by name. Now, one of those powerful images that runs throughout John's gospel is the image of Jesus as the good shepherd. John tells us that the sheep hear the shepherd's voice. The shepherd calls the sheep by name, and the shepherd then leads them out. And the sheep follow him because they know the good shepherd's voice. So we're each here this morning, whether we're conscious of it or not, looking for Jesus but how are we going to know when we find him? How will we know? Well, think about the story we just heard read and sung so beautifully a minute ago. Do you know, of all of Jesus' disciples, the one who was constant, 
from Good Friday through Easter morning was Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene is with Jesus through his long and slow death. Mary Magdalene waits at the foot of the cross. It's Mary Magdalene who comes alone early in the morning to Jesus' tomb to faithfully keep watch with her teacher, with her friend, even in death. You know, all the boys have run away. The disciples have all run away, but it's the women, it's the faithful women, and all gospel accounts are constant in this. It's the women who are faithful, who stay at the foot of the cross, and then Mary Magdalene and other women who, who sit in vigil uh, on Easter morning at the tomb. The boys have all gone home. But when Mary shows up that morning, she finds the stone's been rolled away from the tomb, and she runs to tell Peter and the others... And then she comes back with Peter and the disciples, but they don't really understand what's happened. You know, they just turn around and go home. It's typical of their behavior. It is. But Mary, the faithful Mary, stays behind. And then in this beautiful scene, she sees a man whom she first thinks must be the gardener. And the man says to her, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? And Mary thinks this man must know where Jesus' body has been taken. And she says, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've laid him. And then comes the moment of recognition. Mary. Mary. In that moment, when the risen Jesus calls her name, she recognizes him. Teacher, she says. In that instant, the good shepherd has spoken her name and she knows it's him. Hearing her name called, she experiences the risen Christ in her life. You know, I don't think it's a coincidence that each of the four Gospels reports that it is Mary Magdalene, who was the first disciple to whom Jesus appeared following his resurrection. Because it was Mary Magdalene, after all, who presented herself to Jesus with such holy humility for healing. You know, we don't have any reports of any of the other disciples who were being so honest with Jesus. We don't hear about any of the other disciples who were being so vulnerable with Jesus. You know, they're pretty, a pretty well-defended group. But it's Mary who's so open and candid with her own failures and shortcomings and falls as a human being, just like all of us. She doesn't, her failures and falls aren't any different from, from mine or from yours. You know, the difference is she's willing to, to open up about it to Jesus. And then she then keeps watch at the foot of the cross, cross with Jesus after Peter and the others have taken off and gone home. You know, she's drawn to Jesus' tomb. She's searching for something she probably can't even identify. Her faithfulness, her persistence, her longing for relationship with Jesus seemed to put her in the right place at the right time. The time and the place where she can recognize the voice of the Good Shepherd as he calls her by name. So why are we here today? Well, there's an image that we here in the Northwest know very well that I think maybe gets at this question. I think we share something with the salmon, that beautiful fish that after an eventful and treacherous journey out to sea, experiences this ineffable pull to return home. 
And so the salmon, the beautiful salmon, makes her way back upstream to the place of her birth. She makes her way back to the place she's called home. It's as powerful as it is inexplicable. We're here today because we are being called home. Even if you've never entered these doors before this morning, you have been called back home. Because home, for each of us, is the place where we hear the Good Shepherd call us by name. This morning in this place, Jesus, the Good Shepherd, is calling you by name. And we are here as this community of St. Thomas to call each other by name in the name of the Good Shepherd. So I'm going to invite you to do something now that I hope won't feel too awkward. Let me invite you to turn to the person next to you and call her or him by name. Just look her in the eye and say her name. And then invite him to look you in the eye and say yours. Come on, at 9 o'clock, you couldn't stop the... (laughs) This is an introverted group. Come on. Call each other by name. You know, we all have at least one thing in common, right? We got one thing in common. We each have a name. And we call each other by name in the name of the Good Shepherd. We call each other by name in the name of the risen Christ who first called Mary Magdalene by name. That's how she recognized it. And so on this day, on this day, may we as a community of St. Thomas reach out to each other, calling each other by name. And may we reach out beyond these doors and call by name all those who feel that their names aren't known. The immigrants, those who are experiencing homelessness, our sisters and brothers who are being served by congregations for the homeless in Sophia Way, our sisters and brothers who we see standing on street corners, they want to be called by name. They want us to look them in the eye and call their names and then allow them to call us by name. That's our great high calling and that's that's a beginning is to look someone in the eye and call her by name. And so... We as a community are so called to that. Each one of us loved and known in the beauty of the heart of the Good Shepherd. Amen. For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website, www.stthomasmedina.org. That's www.stthomasmedina.org.